Remember, if you ever find yourself in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. It's Kenny, it's Patricia, maybe Kaylee answers the line. Look for them on Facebook, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They're right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. So you're riding along and you're maybe minding your own business and going the speed limit, and boom, you just never know when you can find yourself in an accident. You have people that are texting and driving, or they're drunk drivers, or you have people that they're compromised, or they're they're on something, or whatever it may be. People just, they're not paying attention. They're texting. They go through a stop sign. They go through a red light. Uh, they drive very recklessly through a parking lot, and all of a sudden, you have damaged your vehicle. Well, the first thing you want to do is call 911, fill out a police report. If you can drive your vehicle, your first phone call is to West Fountain, 401 272 Maybe you know someone. Do you have a family member or a friend or someone you work with that was in a car accident? Listen, it's it's uh, number one, it shakes you up. Number two, hopefully you're okay. But number three, let's get the car fixed. Call West Fountain, 272-3340. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Now, if you're in an accident and you can't drive your vehicle, it was that badly damaged, when the tow truck shows up, tell them, bring this vehicle to West Fountain Auto Body. Look for them on Facebook. This is where I would bring your car. This is where I bring friends, car, family. They will repair your vehicle. They'll handle everything for you. Showroom-like condition. Get it back on the road. West Fountain Auto Body. Since 1927. 401-272-3340. 401-272-3340. Look for them on Facebook. West Fountain Auto Body. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at DePietro.com. Remember, you can email me. It's my name, John, at DePietro.com. Also, you can listen uh, through one of the free apps, TuneIn Radio app, Simple Radio app. They're free. Just download them uh, to your phone or your iPad and then just search WNRI. Now, we've been talking about the coronavirus, and, and I want to address, I'm somewhat concerned because I see these people posting, and on the Facebook page and other places, and I haven't said anything prior to this, but every time I'm posting about it, people are posting fake news. Oh, this is just the Democrats trying to go after the president, blah, blah, blah. This whole big, I, I don't know where this is coming from. Um, I think a lot of times people that are posting it, a lot of times I agree with you. But like I try to say, you have to kind of step out of yourself a little bit. Um, I have been a very big Trump supporter, as many of you know. I think they have handled this very poorly. And the, some of the things happening on television, whether it's Trish Regan or some of these others, it's it's actually embarrassing the way some of these people are, are coming off. Uh, this has nothing to do. I mean, stop being so self-absorbed. Everything's not about the election. There are people dying in Italy that, that don't know anything about President Trump. There are people dying in China that don't know about anything in President Trump. And the Wall Street Journal has a story on the man that he was the first patient in Rhode Island, one of the first in in the country, coronavirus patient, recounts coming one inch from death. Now, this is vice principal. You've heard me talk about him from St. Raphael's Academy. He did an interview, his first interview, with the Wall Street Journal, Mark Thebolt, and he was on that trip and it is Jennifer Levitz has a tremendous story for all these people saying, 
you know, more people die in car crashes, the media is hyping and blah, blah, blah. He's 48 years old. He was not in bad shape. She writes, he was groggy. Think of this. You're 48 years old, groggy, surrounded by beeping machines, alert enough to know what it meant. He looked up, saw a priest wearing protective gear by his bedside at the Miriam Hospital of Rhode Island. Holy cow, he thought, I'm 48. I'm getting my last rights. Now, is there, is there anyone listening? That That is not a fraud. That's not fake news. This man is recanting the story that what happened to him. And, you know, the story's very compelling. You know, he went on the trip. They came back. As soon as he got back, he said, you know, something's wrong. When he finally got home, about midnight, Saturday night, February 22nd, went straight to bed. Next day, went to a walk-in clinic. He has asthma. He exercises every day, really gets sick. Told the clinic, I'd been to Italy, even wondered aloud if he could have the the coronavirus, because while he was there, it was it was getting more intense. He was told, you don't fit the criteria at the time for the test, because he really didn't have the symptoms, which can include a fever or shortness of breath, but he he certainly felt bad enough that he went to a walk-in clinic. So he stayed home from work, got worse, growing fatigue, dry cough, something that resembled bronchitis, went to Rhode Island Hospital, again told he didn't meet the criteria for the test. Now, what I take exception with is Governor Armando with the Department of Health have been saying they were all fully prepared, we're ready for this. They obviously weren't prepared because the guy went to a walk-in clinic, they sent him home. He went to Rhode Island Hospital and they sent him home. But the doctors were concerned and then he quickly got a call from the Rhode Island Department of Health which told him to get tested immediately. Now, he had been trying to get tested. A health department spokesperson said the agency can't comment on any specific patient, but noted the CDC's guidance for testing has evolved. We've reviewed each Rhode Island case carefully. In each of those instances, the healthcare facility involved all responded appropriately. Wrong. That's wrong. They shouldn't have sent him home. He was infecting more people. By Thursday night, he was at Miriam Hospital and he tested positive. This was Thursday night, February 27th. He tested positive for the virus and was admitted right away. Now, folks, again, it's John DePietro. Those of you who listen to the show know that day, February 27th, that's the day, if you go back on Facebook or see me, I'm wearing my mask. I was telling you that a man has it and he was in the hospital and I was right. I talked to Miriam Hospital that day and they, well, I talked that day and they denied it. And then the same thing on Friday. So uh, he said the virus now hit him like a hurricane. He was weak, had trouble breathing. Hospital whisked him into the ICU. The nurses put on hazmat suits. They inserted a breathing tube, put another tube down his throat for medicine to deal with pneumonia developed in his lungs, gagging and coughing. He felt scared. His lungs would fill with saliva. Nurses would dash in, clear them out, only have to do it again two hours later. The feeling of choking... That was the worst part, he said. You feel like you're you're suffocating, you're panicking because you can't breathe. This went on for days. His wife and two children, ages 2015, unable to visit. They were afraid they'd get infected. He said he's living. Now, this is, a, again, now the man did an interview with the Wall Street Journal. Mark Thebolt, first person at St. Rayfield's Academy, just to get through the next hour, the next hour, the next hour. It's just one time you quit and then you're dead. Even though it was partially sedated, his mind kept spinning. Last week, he forced himself to write a note to his wife telling her that if his lungs collapsed, to not keep him on life support. I just don't want to imagine you have to go through this. I didn't want to have that on my wife's shoulders. I didn't want to have to do that. 
I'm glad she never had to read that note. So then suddenly his lungs started getting better, picked up the pace. When he could speak, he thanked the nurses. He said, what these people did for me the last two weeks, they saved his life. He said, I'm coming through this, hopes we have to leave the hospital by this weekend. Turned on the television, caught up on the news, said he's worried. Now listen, he's worried some people don't realize how serious it can be. Hopes people are taking the safety steps, washing hands, stay home from, uh, stay home when sick, avoid community spread. This is Mark Thebold now, 48 years old. It almost killed me. And he said, it's alarming when I hear people minimizing it as a simple cold. It was no simple cold for me. This is a coronavirus patient recounts coming one inch from death. Rhode Island's vice principal and intensive care unit, chaperoning school trip to Italy. In the story, he also mentions, and I was the first one to to uh, break this to you, and that is that he believes, now this guy's a germaphobe. He believes what happened was on the trip, they were, uh, and as I had told you, apparently the tour guide was ill and felt he was coming down with the flu and passed the microphone to Mark Thebolt, who was then communicating with the students that way. But one of the things, several things I want you to take away from, and as I've been saying, um, I, I don't understand these people that, and, and granted, I, I think some of it is coming, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but I, I don't think the administration has been handling this well. I don't. I think they've been minimizing it and they've been so afraid about uh, the election or whatever it may be. But, you know, this guy, you read this. He he is lucky to be alive. Eighty percent of the cases tend to be mild, but more than 62,000 people have recovered. Older people, although now this guy has has asthma. So they went abroad. They were in Europe February 14th to the 22nd. They were in Italy. Two others from the trip have also tested positive, but they, now granted, they were not hit as hard as him. So a married father to very popular vice principal, student life, St. Ray's. Um, he was thrilled, chaperone, nine day, began in Milan, ended in Barcelona, 38 people, and said the coronavirus was in the news, but no cases of community spread. Um, in Italy, no CDC travel warning in effect. When the group landed in Milan, he thought it was strange, to, listen to this, to see people in hazmat suits in the airport, but everything seemed calm. So then they went to the uh, Riviera and just two days of sightseeing in Italy. I mean, it sounds fantastic. Then he started to hear about Italy cordoning off some towns. By the time they left the French Riviera, he was relieved to be leaving Italy, but it was too late. Italy, as you know, is, I mean, the country is closed now. Germaphobe said he constantly used hand sanitizer. But the group's local tour guide was coming down with the flu, and he and Thebold passed the microphone back and forth, talking to the students. This story was first heard on the John DePietro show. Um, he had no symptoms during the trip, but he felt unusually sluggish on the flight back. Something's wrong is when he told his wife. And then I told you how uh, eventually, I mean, they literally saved his life at Miriam Hospital. I mean, there's just, folks, there's no two ways about it. I think it's also so interesting that Miriam Hospital, the CDC and the Rhode Island Department of Health, they told him to go to Miriam Hospital. And that should not be lost on, on people either. But for those, and I don't understand it, 
I don't understand people that are minimizing it or trying to act like uh, it's no big deal or a cold or it, I, I, I don't understand any way uh, people that are trying to minimize this. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get any part of it. Again, I did share it on Facebook. It's uh, his first interview with the Wall Street Journal, and it's uh, Mark Thebolt, uh, the assistant principal at St. Raphael's Academy. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by MEGA, MEGA Professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. 508-336-7801. Now, what exactly do they do, MEGA Professionals? They are here to help you run your business by finding you workers. And maybe you need workers. Maybe you need drivers, workers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, uh, local, aka sleep-at-home drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled workers, labor, healthcare professionals, office professionals. You need workers. You need MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. You're trying to run your business. I, listen, it's a hassle trying to hire people, go through all the resumes, set up the interviews. Instead, it's one phone call to help you with your company. MEGA professionals. 508-336-7801. 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by Henry Oil since 1947. What a Rhode Island success story. Folks, call them today, 401-521-0200, Henry Oil. It's Carmine, it's Lori. As I said, since 1947, full-service fuel company, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, 24-hour burner service for contracted regular customers. They have oil burner service and installation, automatic delivery, budget plans, lock and cap pricing, Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, it's Henry Oil, residential and commercial fuel oil delivery. Go with a local company that you can support and de depend on, Henry Oil. In 1947, it was Carmine Henry DeSanto delivered that fuel oil with a single truck operation from his gas station on Manton Avenue in Providence. And now the tradition continues. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery serving Rhode Island and parts of Mass since 1947. Call my friends at Henry Oil today, 401 521 0200. 401 5210200 you can also as i mentioned check out their website it's henryoil.com henryoil.com take advantage of the lock and cap pricing or the oil burner service and installation or their automatic delivery or their budget plans full service fuel company that you can depend on henry oil call them today 401 5210200 Henry Oil, 401-521-0200, online at henryoil.com. Part of the story also with uh, the St. Ray's situation, it, I still come back to, as the Wall Street Journal was obviously getting information about this, um, they even asked, and the uh, Rhode Island Department of Health, 
they still say that in both instances, the healthcare facilities involved all responded appropriately. I, I see this is also, and I know the media is going to give her a free pass on this, but how, how can you say that? Because he went in, he went into a clinic. So they got home and the next day he goes into the clinic. So if we just go on the math on this or the calendar, excuse me, they um, get home on Saturday. On Sunday, he goes to a clinic. They all go back to school on Monday and they send him home. Now, he he still is stays home from work. He's getting worse and worse. He's lucky he didn't. I mean, they're lucky he didn't die at home. So what does he do? He ends up at Rhode Island Hospital, and they send him home. But at least this time, the somebody at the hospital must have contacted the Rhode Island Department of Health because then they get on it. From what I understand, they the CDC also got involved, and then they told him um, he needed to get tested at Miriam Hospital. So I, I'm not trying to, I, I'm, thank God this man is okay. Actually, thanks to the people at Miriam Hospital, this man is okay, Mark Thebolt. But I, as I was saying, I don't understand these people. And you can see the comments. Um, um, I, I, I don't understand these people that are, they're putting comments of fake news. Uh, people are getting hyped up. People die in traffic accidents. People get a cold. People get a flu. As I've said, think outside of yourself. You could get infected and maybe you don't get badly, but badly, um, you know, um, it, it doesn't hurt you as, as bad as it hurt this man, but you could then infect someone else, whether it be an older person or, you know, he had, he had, uh, apparently his head had problems with asthma, even though apparently seems in, in good health. So, uh, but immediately knew something was wrong, but no symptoms on the trip in any way, but then knew that something was wrong. But I come back to that if he had not gone, how about the people that just try to gut it out? Now, the good news is, is that they are testing more and more people. It should be easier and quicker to test. But I just believe so many of you have to stop this mentality that it's no different than the regular flu and it's not a big deal and blah, blah, blah. And it's look at Italy. And, and read this man's story. He was 48 years old waking up and they're giving him his last rites. And he felt like he was suffocating. That is not the flu. I am aware that every year some people get the flu and die from the flu. But I don't understand the people that don't get a flu shot. Now, there are people that get the flu and they're older and they come down with pneumonia or die from different things. Now, what's unusual about the coronavirus is that it does not seem to be affecting children as strongly as it's affecting adults. And they don't know what the answer is. But we do know people, it, it is continuing to spread. And stories like this, there, there are people right now, in, in you, you end up in intensive care. And from what we understand, it, it, it is like flipping a switch. It happens instantly. And all of a sudden, as, as he describes, and I think he does it very effectively, you know, he's short of breath. And he can't catch his breath and his lungs are filling up. And I mean, that is frightening. He feels like, like he is being strangled. I mean, think of that. I mean, that is just uh, brutal. Living hour to hour. Family can't get in and see him. They don't know what's going on. So the doctors took out his breathing tube, breathing tube. And then he could finally talk. 
and then thank you know many of the nurses and the doctors and everyone that he was gagging and coughing his lungs would fill with saliva i mean any time that you are choking if you see anyone who is choking and can't breathe it, it's frightening it's panicking if you've ever been in a restaurant and see someone choke on a piece of food and then there's that moment when then they realize that something's lodged and they can't you know they they can't breathe and they're literally choking to death and if you've ever seen then someone comes over and gives them the Heimlich and saves their life it is the panic of not being able to breathe so I don't, I don't understand read the story it's in the Wall Street Journal Mark Thebolt from um St. Rayfield's Academy, and I have it on my Facebook page. It's John DePietro Show on Facebook. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Remember, for your business, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-21. MEG, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Remember, free estimates. Call them today, 508 336 2110, MEGA Truck and Trailer Appear, FHWA Inspections or an Island State Inspection Station, Trailer Pickup and Delivery, 24-Hour Mobile Service, ABS Repairs, Brakes, Doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Appear. Call them, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110 for MEGA Truck and Trailer Appear. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. 11 o'clock, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can hear it on your radio, a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. Someone said to me, now, are you doing a podcast? I said, no, you can hear it on the radio weekdays, 11 to 2. Now, you can, if you ever miss it, you can certainly uh, log on to the website, to petro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And then right under radio show is when you can uh, scroll down if you ever miss an hour, but you can also listen live uh, right there at um, depetro.com. The situation, the latest now, um, and it's tough to get an idea exactly what the coronavirus is, but I also want to point out another story through all of this. And it's, again, it's the completely irresponsible behavior of the head of the Providence Teachers Union, that Mary Beth Calabro. Did you hear about this story? She puts out on Twitter, oh, please. Please send us some soap. Providence schools don't have any soap for the kids to wash their hands. Send soap for the bathrooms at the school uh, so they don't have to assist in the process. They don't have any. Well, there's a new sheriff in town, and I'm so glad he spoke up. The new uh, superintendent in Providence immediately responded to her saying, excuse me, what are you talking about? All the schools have it. And then they start to you know, backtrack. And I'm so glad the Providence schools are saying, we have plenty of soap. A spokesperson for the Providence Public School District, there's plenty of soap supply in the district. After the president teachers union tweeted some schools had run out. Is is that what it's about social media? How about if that's really the case? You know, I like on social media, various reporters were saying to her, what schools? You just said, send soap for the bathrooms. The schools don't have any. What schools are you talking about? And she wouldn't respond. Wouldn't you notify the principal? Why is Mary Beth Calabro head of the Providence Teachers Union? the fourth worst school district in the country, taken over by the state. Why is she putting out on social media that the schools don't have soap? And then you have all these people, oh, that's terrible. Look what they're doing. Again, they do this. This is the same individual, by the way, that fabricated the story that the girls from Mount Pleasant 
were playing a game at Pilgrim High School in Warwick, and she fabricated on her Facebook page that they were being called uh, the N-word and other racial names and slurs and things like that, all false, completely fabricated, completely made up. She then said, oh, you know, once I hit send, I realized, no, another lie, another lie. That's not, no, send is with an email. Send is with an email. With Facebook, she knew for two days that it was a complete lie. Talking about the Pilgrim situation now. She only, um, she never took it down. She, I don't think she took it down. She only apologized after she realized someone actually had a tape of the game and her own Mount Pleasant coach said that was not happening, that never happened. There was no name calling. Uh, no one was using racial slurs, completely fabricated. Only then did she say, oh, I learned a lesson. Uh, I was told that happened. And then once you hit send, you know, you can't undo it. False. She could have gone on Facebook right away and um, and deleted that. But instead, what did she do? She waited. And then when she realized, oh, wow, they do have a tape and they investigated and nothing was being said. Only then did she apologize. If that, if they didn't have a tape of that Pilgrim game, she would have insisted that the girls from Pilgrim, of which some of them, by the way, are uh, young teenagers of color and some are Latino and African-American, completely false, fabricated, head of the teachers union, supposed to be the leader of the teachers in many ways and doing this. I'm so glad the school department immediately clapped back and said, lie, what schools, not true. They all have them. Another lie. No shortage of soap supplies at Providence Public Schools. Completely doing that to flame people up. This is the same person. They have the terrible test scores. And what does she do? She takes to the media. She takes to the media. Oh, the schools are in terrible condition. Oh, there's rats in the classroom. Oh, look at these pictures from 10 years ago. Here's a, a cheer in the auditorium that's broken. Oh, look at these ceiling tile stain. All old photos found in a drawer. Anything to distract, anything to distract. This is the head. You're supposed to be setting an example. Isn't she supposed to be trying to calm? Aren't the teacher supposed to be trying to calm parents? Should parents have any confidence of her? And this is the person, by the way, that is then supposedly now going to be part of the negotiations with, you know, the, uh, the state with this new teacher contract. Now, make no mistake about it. She is just an implementer. She doesn't have any power. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe clearly showed that this Mirabeth Calabro, she doesn't have juice. She's just going to do whatever they tell her to do. But she's still the person at the table. She's still the person that's going to be addressing the media. And this is the second, in about two months, the second social media lie she put out to flame people up and get, oh, isn't this terrible? Imagine that, the Providence schools, yep, no soap in the classroom. If that was a case... Let's just say you were in charge and one of the teachers in the school reached out to you and said, you know, pick a school, Central High School, Hope High School, Classical, whatever, one of the middle schools, elementary. There's not enough soap in the bathroom. Wouldn't you contact the principal and say, hey, F wouldn't the teacher do that or the union head? Why are you posting on Twitter, send soap for the bathrooms at the school as if they're like stuck on a deserted island. And then when she's asked about it, oh, well, a lot of people are washing their hands more. So, you know, we're just afraid we're going to run. She also started to say, you know, uh, years ago they put in Purell and they haven't. No, that's not what you put out. You said send soap for the bathrooms. And apparently 
in the Providence schools. Now, again, I haven't been in them like you, but they do have plenty. You know, what a sneak. And it's so this is the person that they're supposed to be depending on. This is the person that they're supposed to be that they then have to supposedly negotiate this contract with. And this is someone who purposely throws thing out. This is another example. She did it on Facebook. And then this whole thing with the uh, the soap and, um, and doing that as far as on Twitter. And then she'll back off and, oh, no, you know, I was just saying, you know, just no, no, no. That's that's not what you said. It's John DePietro. Now, remember, follow me on Twitter and Facebook at John DePietro Show. Ramundo announced, of course, uh, the state of emergency. And and this thing is still continuing. I don't think, if you read DePietro.com, I don't think there still have been enough questions answered over how exactly, what was what were the hospitals told with protocol? Because there still seems to be some confusion on exactly what the hospitals were supposed to be doing or what they were told, you know, if somebody comes into your hospital, that you should be prepared for it. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300, 401-431-2300, MEGA Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management routing, Bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300, 401-431-2300 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, over 20 years serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, MEGA Logistics. So the governor now has announced this whole business that Rhode Island Department of Labor and Training where uh, because it's a state of emergency and they're saying they're going to try to help people if, in fact, they're out sick and they need to be quarantined. But just, you know, look at the numbers, the amount of people so far that have tested positive. Thank God, by the way. And you take the St. Ray's trip out of it. It's a much it's it's really, you know, one or two at the tops. But 300 are on self-quarantine. And I think the numbers now even going higher. So hundreds of people are quarantined. Now, the good news is very few are testing positive. But when the governor says, we're going to make sure that people can stay home and quarantine themselves, and they're going to receive pay for two weeks by doing that, let's just keep in mind, I don't know uh, what exactly was wrong with these other 300 people. Maybe someone had the flu. Maybe someone had bronchitis. Maybe someone had strep throat. I I don't know what it is, but we do know that there's far more people self-quarantined, which is not a bad thing, by the way, but then they're actually testing positive. I'm not sure about the governor with this whole business of saying we're going to pay you for two weeks to stay home. That seems like an awful long time, unless, again, no one should be going in. um, No one should be going into work or school that is ill right now. It's causing too many problems. By the way, no one should ever be doing that. I think a lot of the precautions they're taking right now, whether it's with the nursing homes or with the hospitals, and they are telling people to stay away. I think this should be enforced year-round. There's far too many germs that fly through nursing homes and fly through. I, I like the idea. I think where you know some of the things that could change 
after an emergency like this, and it is an emergency, right? After 9-11, it changed the way we fly. Well, after this, it does make sense. Why are people that are running a fever going in to visit someone in the hospital? Why is someone running a fever going into a nursing home? Or then even why, why is it? It should be really easy if someone has a temperature and they shouldn't be running a fever and then go in and get sick at the different schools. So I, I look at this as this could be an opportunity going forward to then cut down on people that may have germs. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair, 508 508- 336-2110 for your business. 508-336-2110. So just jumping around at some of the headlines, of course, the governor, state of emergency. I, You know, I don't have such a, a problem with that. I mean, anything that could, you know, kind of speed up some of the problems. Uh, but all of this, you know, it has to be reemphasized now, the number of people being quarantined. And, you know, this all started with the male staff member and a teenage female student at St. Ray's, both Rhode Island residents. Um, And then there was another member of St. Ray's. They all tested positive after that infamous trip. Now, I feel terrible for them to Italy. Um, And then you also have that other patient now, Smithfield Avenue Nursery School in Pawtucket, apparently had direct contact with someone in New York. And now, of course, you're, you're hearing about someone, a CBS employee, there's word of someone that landed at the airport. You know, it is just such a heightened state. And I disagree with those that are trying to dismiss it. I really do. I don't understand those that are, and people are wrong. If there's someone listening right now and you're saying, I can't believe I see some of these comments on Facebook. It's fake news. More people die from car accidents, blah, blah. Look at Italy. Italy, the, the country is shut down. That is nothing to be minimized. That is nothing. Uh, I'm not saying people are joking about it. But that is nothing to take lightly. And again, you, you, you have to look beyond yourself. I mean, I recognize some people don't even get a flu shot. But think of small children, pregnant women, elderly, people with compromised uh, immune systems. You, you can't just like shrug it off, the type of person that walks out of the door without a hat or an umbrella when it's pouring rain out. Or people that go out, you know, in a t-shirt. You see people at a football game, it's freezing out, or shorts or whatever, like... People, a lot of people don't make good decisions. So it's not like you can base it on them. This portion of the John DePietro show is also, folks, brought to you by MEGA Professionals, M-E-G-A. Call them today. Now, listen, you're trying to run your business. And maybe, maybe because some people are quarantined, you need some staff. Call MEGA, 508-336-7801. What can they help you with? Well, maybe you need workers or drivers or part-time work, full-time or weekend work, or a local, aka sleep-at-home drivers, or maybe you need warehouse workers, or mechanics, or skilled workers, or labor, or office workers, professionals, healthcare industry, MEGA can do it all. MEGA professionals, maybe because of people calling out sick, you need some staffing. Well, call MEGA professionals serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508 
It's very time-consuming to interview people. It's very time-consuming. You're trying to run your business. And maybe you're saying, you don't have time to go through and interview all these people and clarify and blah, 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 and draw all these checks. Call MEGA professionals. Let them handle it for you. 508-336-7801. Whatever staffing you need, you need some staff for your office, your business. Call MEGA, your warehouse, 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. This portion of The John DePietro Show is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Remember, if you ever find yourself in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340. It's Kenny, it's Patricia, it's Kaylee, it's your vehicle. You're riding along and there are people that are texting and driving or a drunk driver or someone that's impaired for whatever reason or they're just they're texting, they're not paying attention and the next thing you know, you're in an accident and maybe it's just a fender bender but you still need to get your vehicle fixed. If that's the case, maybe this happened to you, maybe it happened to a family member maybe someone you work with, I tell you, or I'm advising you, I should say, to call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. They're located at 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They will restore your vehicle, showroom-like condition. And the best thing about West Fountain is they'll handle everything for you. You want Patricia in your corner. She's the best. West Fountain Auto Body, 272 3340. It's John DePietro, the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go till 2. It's AM 1380. Plug that into your car. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, 99.9 FM. You can always uh, watch the show on Facebook Live. Go to my Facebook page, John DePietro Show. But as always, folks, go to the website, DePietro.com. I want to touch on, and I received an email from, uh, this is from Marilyn. Uh, telling me, uh, and you can email me, it's john at dipetro.com. Marilyn says, um, Dear JD, I listen to your program each day. I, I can't wait. I am disgusted at the amount of money spent at the state house. This is absolutely ridiculous. It is insane. She's right. She's talking about the story in the Providence Journal. Legislature spent $39.3 million, basically $40 million last year. Where did it go? That's all just for all the foolishness at the state house. This again shows that they just rifle through the money. There's no accountability. Uh, Tommy's Pizzeria, and I know Tommy, and he does a nice job, and he's got his place uh, on Chalkstone Avenue, and he also has the place right on Oaklawn Avenue. And I've been I've been to both, and they're terrific. But he has um he picked up they they they, they paid him thirty thousand dollars last year from every time they want something they order out at Tommy's Pizzeria, which is right on Oaklawn Avenue in Cranston. And that's actually when uh, former President Bill Clinton came to Rhode Island in 2016 to campaign for Hillary. He was at that event. He was there with the speaker. He was there with Governor Raimondo. But uh, 30000 in business just from the state house. For That's a lot of pizza. That's a lot of pies. Now, he has other things as well, but that's a big bulk of it. Pronzi Catering. This is owned by Mattiello's, uh, the wife of Mattiello's cousin. His name is Nick Mattiello. How much did they get? How about the state house? They catered $35,000. Or you paid for it. 
Pranzi Catering. Uh, Angelo's. I love Angelo's. How about $10,000 worth of food from Angelo's? The Butcher Shop, which is great, right in Wayland Square. Five grand from the Butcher Shop. That's a lot of pastrami sandwiches. The Corporate Cafe, six grand. Greg's Restaurant. That's all like chowder, clam cakes, desserts. Um, Paulie Penta Italian Deli, Mineral Spring Avenue, North Providence, $10,000. And then Roma Up on the Hill, $37,000 that you paid for. You paid for it so they could feast up there. Now also, how about $45,000 from Coca-Cola? $45,000 from Coca-Cola. Now here's another thing that also that comes into play. And I'm so glad the journal picked up on this. Follow this now. On the consultant front, house leaders paid the law firm of Olin and Penza. Are you ready? A $12,585 retainer for potential work that never materialized. House Committee on Conduct. Now don't tell me a favor wasn't thrown there. They get $12,000. they have never used them. They just get to use the $12,000. And this is on top of all the attorneys that are already on the payroll for the state. Why do they even have to go outside like that? They get a $2,000 a month retainer, and they've never been used. Well, you know, we have to have them. They also paid, now listen to this one. This is, if you want to look at where some money's going, the legislature paid $172,000 to election consultant Kimball Brace's company, Election Data Services, compiling voting records and preparing maps for the once-a-decade process of making state legislative districts comport with new population figures. That needs to be examined. Anything that has to do with voting records or maps, that needs to be looked at. 172000 Now let's go into some of the personnel costs. Now keep in mind, right, you have a private sector. These jobs are supposed to be, you don't make a lot of money, but you have a job for life. You get all the benefits that that's how a lot of these state right and city type of I I you know I know a guy type of of jobs started. One of the things that jumps out. How about chief of staff to Speaker Mattiello, House Chief of Staff Leo Skenyon. Are you ready? One hundred ninety one thousand eight hundred eighty two dollars. Let me ask you a question. Where could he get that type of job in the private sector? Where could he get nowhere? Nowhere could he get that job. So are we are we led to believe Skenyon? Will he not do that job for one twenty five? No one can do that job. He's that's about one hundred thousand over what that job should pay. I also want to remind you they are only in session January through June. Summertime, forget about it. The fall, hit or miss. Skenyon, who's been in front of the grand jury, he was involved with the traffic court. 191000 That's also benefits. Everything else kicks in. His full package is probably worth 230000 And you could get a very competent person to do that for less than half. Senate Fiscal Advisor Stephen Whitney, 172000 I don't even know what that, what that even means. Legal Counsel Danica Iacoy, I know her, 171000 would she not do it for 150? Was it was was she saying no at 140? Again, they're not in session year round. And could she get that in the private sector? She's very competent. Don't get me wrong. I have respect for her. She's very knowledgeable. 171, the full package is worth 200. Order to General Dennis Hoyle, 171. These people are all about 
at least 50000 overpaid. Ready? Here's the big one. Frank Montanaro. Guy couldn't run a two-car funeral. Executive Director, Joint Committee on Legislative Services. He's the free tuition guy. He's the Montan- uh, the Mattiello right-hand guy. Ready? Frank Montanaro. 168000 plus, you know, the free tuition plus the whole pack. Absolutely insane. How about on the Senate side? Senate Chief of Staff, Stephen Iannazzi. Now, the father was the big labor leader. He's the Senate Chief of Staff, 167000 I, I'm not even, I know he went to Rhode Island College. I don't know if he even graduated from Rhode Island College. He was the one that years ago, Ed Acorn of the Journal was writing all these editorials about Stephen Iannazzi. And, and uh, there's the, reportedly, there was then damage done to uh, Ed, Ed Acorn's car. But, um, but 167, he is at least $100,000 overpaid. How about Chief Senate Legal Counsel Richard Sahajan? 166,000 deputy house fiscal advisor, Lisa Pinto, 152 Lynn Urbani Craddock. Now she is the right-hand person for Mattiello. She's always with them campaigning or in his office, 152 plus her husband, Bud Craddock was the Cranston police chief. And now he runs the DMV. That's one couple. And they're going to get at least three pensions on the, um, Senate side. Kate Bramson makes 130. She makes 22,000 more than the Senate person. Folks, again, this is complete. Do, do all these people need to be making this? And then some of the people that got raises, you know, a legal counsel, the majority leader, $15,000 raise. How many people listening right now received a $15,000 raise? Greg Perry, director of communications, he got a $9,000 raise. Um, that, um, uh, folks, it, it just comes back to, and again, the, if this was their money, they would never be paying it out. And they they throw attorneys on the payroll. There were 52 attorney, attorneys on the state payroll. Salaries ranging from 25000 part-time to uh, one attorney, attorney Longo, 171000 paid the speak, speaker's legal counsel. They are more working under contract fees at $4,500 a month. The General Assembly, the Den of Thieves, Smith Hill, is the largest law firm in the state. Completely unnecessary. Why do they even have to go outside? You have all these people. Think about that. 52 people on the payroll. See, they just keep adding. They, They probably need less than half of them. I'll bet if they had to, they could get by with 10 to 15 attorneys. 52 attorneys on the payroll. Now, keep in mind, many of them, the whole reason they're on, someone may say, hey, I'm only getting 25000 It's because they get the benefits. Because think of it, so many attorneys, if you're your own attorney, right, and you have a law firm, you have to pay your own health insurance. And with a family, that health insurance can be as much as 25000 if you get Blue Cross. At the state house, they make them a part-time attorney. They pay them $25,000, but the biggest perk there is they get free health care. That's what it comes down to. It's John DiPietro. Remember, you can email me, john at dipietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Now, listen, spring is in the air. How about this season? The best lawn ever guaranteed. Lawn Doctor. Now is the time. Early spring. Crabgrass control. Time-release fertilizer broadleaf weed control, 
professional blend of high calcium lime, timed release fertilizer, timed release uh, fertilizer with broadleaf grassy weed control. They do grub prevention and 50% off your first application with the purchase of a full season yard armor program. Lawn doctor, love your lawn. Best lawn ever, guaranteed. The best thing to do is go to their website. It's lawn, L-A-W-N, lawndoctor.com. George is local. They are the best. You're going to love your lawn. Think about that. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. And they do the spring lime service. Uh, They'll service it also during the course of the summertime. They do tick and mosquito control. Lawn Doctor. I could give you the phone number. I'll give it next time. But the easiest thing to do is I direct you to go to their website, lawndoctor.com. What a difference it makes. And especially, listen, this year uh, with a lot of people are not going to be traveling uh, that much because of everything that's going on with the virus and a lot of plans are unknown. So you may be enjoying yourself around your property a little bit more. Why not have your best lawn ever guaranteed? Now, I've used them in the past, and I can tell you, your yard, your grass will look like Augusta National. It'll look fantastic. Lawn Doctor. Go online. That's the best thing to do. They are local, but go online at lawndoctor.com, lawndoctor.com. It's John DePietro. This is the John DePietro Show. Now, remember, follow me on Facebook and Twitter at John DePietro Show. Those salaries, legislature, they spent basically $40 million last year. And keep in mind, this year, this year, it's scheduled for $46 million. $46 million. There's no oversight. It's highway robbery. The amount of money they just spend on catering and sending out for meals. And keep in mind, a lot of times, they have food up there in the afternoon. Then they go out to dinner. This is, they're running, we are paying for. And I want to remind you, you're paying for all this. They don't pay a nickel of this. They decide, they call Tommy's Pizza, whoever, yeah, bring up, you know, then they get up there and then the whole thing, it's it's like a running party. They have any excuse they want where they um, have all this food brought in. And keep in mind, most of the time, this is all just like snacks in the late afternoon. Anybody that wants it, get a tray if you want. They go out to dinner at some of the top restaurants in the city. Now, granted, that is paid for with their expense accounts, as far as their political expense accounts. But just up at the state house, is that really necessary? The amount of money they spent, and and most of these people, not all, not all, but most of them are basically politically connected in some way. Uh, it's way over the top. These salaries, these individuals would never make this in the private sector. Never. There's no way. And you can get down the list. And if something happens with Mattiello, by the way, how about the highest salary? 202000 House Fiscal Advisor Sharon Reynolds Furlan, critical player in the legislature's annual dissection, rewrite of the governor's multi-million dollar budget proposal. But so many of these people I come back to, w- would they turn down these jobs if they were making 25000 less, 30000 less? With Skenyon, he's at 191, Montanaro 171. Do you mean to tell me lob off 30,000 each? Are they walking out the door? Are they saying, that's it? I'm going to work on my resume. I'm getting a different job. I don't think so, but they spend it because it's your money. I'm John DePietro. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's John DePietro, weekdays from 11 to 2. Remember, it's on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. 
You can always listen online. Visit the website, thepetro.com. You can contact me there. You can also, uh, if you want to find out about advertising on the program, you can read the independent report. And if you ever miss any part of the show, just go to depetro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see Ron and Melissa, their bakery, Cafe 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Now, they're right off Silver Spring Street. Look for their Facebook page, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They have delicious Zeppelas. They have everything you need for St. Patrick's Day. They have cookies and pastry. They have chocolate-covered donuts. They have cannolis. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, world famous. You'd always see them at Waterfire. There'd be a line around the block. Everything is fresh. Brownies, cakes, pies, and they have the exclusive Trump pastry. That's right, making pastry great again. Try some of the Trump cupcakes or the Trump cannolis. You're going to love it. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're new. They're open. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They are right next door to a AAA location in Providence, right off of Silver Spring Street. Again, stop it and see them making pastry great again. They have the uh, Trump gift basket that you can get. That's always terrific. But everything is fresh. Ron, for 55 years, what does he do? He creates delicious, fresh pastry. And it's and for perfect for St. Patrick's Day, for a Trump rally, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook. And again, cookies, pastry, uh, brownies, chocolate-covered donuts, cannolis, zapolas, and everything. All Trump pastry as well. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right off of Silver Spring Street. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. And remember, you can always listen online. Visit the website, depetro.com. You can contact me there, send an email. If you ever miss any part of the show, you can uh, log on radio show. You can also listen live there, by the way. So wherever you are, anywhere in the world, you can listen live at the website. It's petro.com. Just click on listen live. If you want to listen, maybe you know, you're away or you want to go back and listen to a guest, just click on radio show at the dashboard right on the website. And you can also then listen or re-listen, whatever it may be. And there's all the links to my social media that are right there. So whether it's Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or Instagram, it all starts. Folks, remember, it always begins and ends. The show never ends right there at depetro.com.